Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, say, Welcome back, Patriots. Happy Friday to you. As you know, we do not normally get together on Fridays, but today I have a special guest with a very special purpose coming to the big ATL tomorrow along with Brandon Straka. I know my listeners are familiar with Brandon. He is the mastermind behind the hashtag walkaway campaign. He is the founder of that. He is bringing a host of folks tomorrow to go camp out right in front of the CNN Center, hosting something called Rescue America, the fake news takedown. This is tomorrow, Saturday. I believe it starts at 10 a.m. You probably will not want to miss that. I love the moxie. I love that he's taking the fight to the fake news media. As you guys know, we have a blackout right now in the country. I'm I'm dealing with that with the Trump legal team as well, trying to get their message out as much as possible that's unadulterated. Um, but the Trump team, conservatives in general, have been completely left out of the conversation where any meaningful narrative is concerned right now. So with me today, I have a special guest who's going to be a part of that speaker platform tomorrow, Carolyn Borisenko. She's an organizational psychologist, author, coach, speaker, Forbes contributor, my favorite part, a beer snob. She's also a compulsive knitter and an accidental political commentator. Carolyn, welcome to the Monica Matthews Show. How are you? Uh, thank you, Monica. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. So you're traveling. So, so we got a little back, a little bit of background, but that's cool. Welcome to the ATL soon. Um, so I was reading one of your pieces about that went viral about how you actually walked away from the left. You're actually in the middle, but you are a Trump supporter. You voted for Trump this go around and your piece says that you stumbled upon that accidentally through a knitting group who ultimately ended up being abused and you know, tossed to the side because of, uh, because of beliefs that were not in alignment with, you know, people of the hardcore left. You go to a Trump rally, you're like, Hey, these people aren't really nuts. And I, and I'm not a cult follower. I can kind of get down with this. I'm switching teams. I'm bringing all that up because you are a walk away member and a legitimate who I refer to as a someone who's been a political refugee. Thank you for finding asylum <laughs> with the right during this election cycle. I love it. Uh, there are so many of you. We discount that. But in this piece, you said the left was going to be surprised because there was going to be a massive takedown by this election on behalf of President Trump. What do you think about everything that's happened and how do we reclaim the narrative of the blackout going on in the country right now? Yeah, so I'm actually speaking to you from the airport right now. I'm on my way to Atlanta for the walkway rally on Saturday, so I appreciate you dealing with the background noise. I will say I wrote this piece back in February when I was really waking up to everything that was going on in the world. And I'll say I actually don't, I have not changed my position in this. I think that 
all the evidence shows is that Trump did actually have a massive turnout and that there has been a massive amount of voter fraud in this election. And I think that the left still has not woken up to that. And it's a shame, quite frankly, because it just means that they are completely out of touch with the American people. And for that, I blame the media first and foremost, who has lied to them over and over and over again. And that is exactly why we are doing the walkaway rally in front of CNN on Saturday at 10 a.m. And if everyone wants to come out in Atlanta, we are going to be gathering at 10 a.m. And they can register at walkawaycampaign.com. Amen. What, Carolyn, what is one thing that people can do right now to start to take to start to take their own media consumption into their own hands because we are up against a Leviathan and there are only a few of us along with you guys, Brandon in, in yourself, but a few of us in media who have just been shut out of the conversation by mainstream conglomerates. Um, how, do, how would you, how would you direct people to like take their media consumption, their information consumption into their own hands? Yeah, that is a great question. And that is actually how I started this journey from being, going from a Democrat of 20 years to leaving the Democratic Party to being on the verge of joining the Republican Party, which I will do soon. But I think that what I did when I challenged myself to break outside of my liberal echo chamber about uh, a year ago now is that I really became aware that there was much more to the story than the media was telling me. And I really started going to the primary sources, people who are actually on the ground. Walkaway was actually a great inspiration to me during this time because these were normal people who were on the ground. They're not Russian bots like have been portrayed on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. We are real live people. And I think that people need to start taking it into their own hands by going to primary sources, by doing their own research and really deciding for themselves what to think. And listen, don't listen to people like me or Brandon. You need to do your research for yourself and and really decide what you think. And I am confident that when you do that, you will you will end up on our side because we have truth on our side at the end of the day. Yeah. Amen. So what can people expect? What do you hope to accomplish tomorrow by squatting out in front of CNN? I'm all in favor for it. I will likely attend also. Uh, But I'm curious, Ah. what do you hope to what do you hope to accomplish tomorrow? Well, listen, we have been traveling the country for four months now, speaking out in predominantly blue areas about why we left the Democratic Party. And tomorrow, when we go out in front of CNN headquarters, I cannot wait. I think this is going to be our best rally yet. Everyone should come down. No one should be afraid. We have a lot of security that's going to come with us to protect you. We're even, we even have security guarding the parking lot tomorrow Love of it. all places. Because, I mean, that that's what it takes to be on the right nowadays and come and speak out and what I think you're going to hear on the rally tomorrow is people really speaking out specifically about why the media is lying to us over and over and over and over again. I mean, we can look at everything from the the um, the the hoax around um, Donald Trump saying that that he supported white supremacy, which he never did. Donald right. Trump has announced white supremacy time and time again, and there are just countless hoaxes the CNN and other media outlets have portrayed on us. And I think that's all going to re- be revealed tomorrow at a rally in Atlanta, right in front of their headquarters. I love it. Carolyn, have you guys had much support from the GOP? From the, from the DNC? From, no, from the GOP nationally. Have, have you guys partnered oh, with him at all GOP. or locally or statewide? Have you had any support from the GOP? Well, I, I don't have any much insight into that. I don't okay. I don't work for Walkway. I'm just a volunteer. I volunteer my time. I think this is actually very important. We do not get paid for these rallies. So I've been doing rallies for four months now, every single weekend. 
I don't get paid for a bit of it. I do it because I want to do it because I believe in the value of it. And my impression of it is that the GOP has not reached out to walk away, which is honestly a shame because walk away is directly contributing to supporting the GOP. These are former Democrats that are leaving the party that want something different, that want something that is, is more far reaching, is more inclusive. And um, the GOP yeah. has not been as welcoming as I think we would like, but maybe that will change in the future. Maybe so. And if I have anything to do with that, I will be glad to help. <laughs> so, but, uh, welcome to our city tomorrow. Please be safe. I hope to meet you. It is again, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning on September, November the 21st. Uh, I'm sure you will be, uh, you know, joined by throngs of crowds and, uh, plenty of security, as you said, and parking. And, uh, Carolyn, thank you for being a, a very, a positive and informative and very, uh, sensical insane and enthusiastic voice during these crazy times. We appreciate you. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And if people are going to come to the rally, they should register at walkawaycampaign.com just so we know how many people are coming. It really helps us out. Excellent. Thank you. Take care. Be safe. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right, guys. So I asked that question for a very specific reason. Has the GOP reached out to the walk away campaign. And you heard what this very courageous and sensical young woman who has been a Democrat for 20 years, who is using her own money to travel the country to encourage others to walk away. I have referred to the walk away champions as political refugees for the past three years on the year. And as you can hear, it almost sounds as though they still don't have a home. Not as a party goes. You did just hear her say, in the piece she wrote back in February, she said she was an independent. Today, she's saying that she's going to register as a Republican. But what she also just told you is that she doesn't necessarily feel as though the Republican Party or believe, and I'm really looking forward to actually speaking with Brandon Straka in the near future. But she's not so sure that the GOP has been welcomed. And my question is, why hasn't the state and local GOP, the national GOP, why hasn't the RNC gotten behind this group of individuals to say, hey, it, it by the very least, uh, rallying volunteers to send out literature of this nature. No one's asking for money. No one's asking you to dip into the GOP or RNC coffers. You know, I know that's, that's a, that's a big, you know, we're going to put that behind candidates only. I understand that. No one's asking for money as far as I'm aware of, but there's a lot to be said for people with databases being willing to send out millions of emails to support things of this nature. Why is that? Is it because they, are we still in the they and them versus us narratives? Is it because they don't look like us? Is it because their sexual practices might not be like ours or their uh, cultural influences? They're just too different. I'm from the South. I mean, we are pearl-clutching Republicans down here. So I, I, I hear you. 
I know exactly how the conversations go. I see black people paraded out. It's unbelievable. You know, like, hey, yeah, you know, you're nice looking and you're kind of smart. Don't be smarter than us, though. But you're, you're kind of smart and, you know, what do you think about this? What are your thoughts on it? Hey, do you mind coming and being in a photo op or a commercial? Because we, you know, we need the, the black girl or the black guy or the kids and, you know. But when it comes to stuff like this or actually placing people in positions of authority within the party who can uh, effect change amongst, I don't know, maybe demographics who have graduated from college, who did grow up in a two-parent household, who do have an understanding of history, right, and share the same Republican conservative values who do champion the cause of life, right, being fathers in a two-parent household and champion the cause of faith. So when we look around at the Republican Party, and I'm not very well-liked for this exact reason for what I'm doing right now. I am seen as a little bit of a troublemaker because I'm comfortable saying, hey, look, there's the dirty underwear, and no matter how many times we keep shoving it back in the drawer, it's still going to stink. There's no amount of air freshener we can spray on it. It is what it is. Just chunk that old way of thinking and feeling and being uncomfortable and, and, and dancing around the race issue and the sexuality issue. Um, but, you know, we need your votes, but we don't really, we don't, we're not so sure that we have that much in common with you. But we'd love to have your vote. Yeah, I'm that person who just calls it for exactly what it is. Because until you get honest about what's really happening, you are persuaded by the guilt police of the left, the mask Nazis, right? The Black Lives Matter narratives. You, Republicans, are aligning with Black Lives Matter narratives in your homes in private because your kids are subjected to it. And I don't see you marching um, in front of your board of education meetings to say, no, not my kids. We're not going to have a Black Lives Matter sanctioned curriculum. I don't see you doing that. I see you staying in your lane. So, um, wow, I'm so blessed to have had Carolyn on today. What a brave young lady. I'm, I'm very, I'm proud of people like Brandon. I know there, you know, he's had, oh God, dissenters and crazies, because we all do. If you're doing anything good in this world, you're going to bump up against haters and detractors, and he certainly has a few, and defectors, and he certainly has a few, because people are scrambling for a place at the top. But I want to encourage you, Republicans, GOPers across the nation, if there's any way that you can join forces, even if it's sharing, retweeting, reposting things of this nature, you can go to my Facebook page today and share it from my pace, my Facebook page. If you live in the Atlanta area, go to the Walk Away campaign page and see if they're coming to your city or state soon and just simply share. 
Just share their information. Help them promote their activities. As far as I know, there's nothing nefarious or scary or spooky going on within the corporate structure of walk away. I have no idea. I But I see a fighter, and I see fighters who are willing to come out and champion the cause right now, and that's a lot more than I can say for my industry and for a lot of folks in the GOP who are not walking away, but they are running away from the president right now, which is a real shame. It is a real shame, but you know what? We always knew that separating the wheat from the chaff was not going to feel good, and it was going to hurt. And this hurts. We're hurting as a nation. We just are. Uh, So, 10 o'clock tomorrow, November the 21st, Saturday, CNN News Headquarters. Be there, be square. Don't be afraid. Plenty of security. Don't go down there looking for a fight. But don't be afraid. Are you kidding? You, if you're going to be afraid, you cannot show up at the next 4th of July parade or Veterans Day or Memorial Day with all your cute little kids and your flags, you know, and your beer and your popcorn, all of our little Americanisms. No, stay home. If you are not courageous enough to go out and join forces with folks like this, who are literally the Paul Revere's of our lifetime, then why would you celebrate the nation and what other people have done? Does that just make you feel good? The days of feeling good are behind us. We are at war. That is not hyperbole. It is what it is. I live in a city with the South's number one news station who not one time during the president's legal team's press conference yesterday, not one time during their news breaks, did they point you to or tell you what you had been listening to during the Rush Limbaugh hour to point you to the fact that they were hosting a presser. They were allowing the presser to be aired on their airwaves because they air Rush Limbaugh from one to three and Rush generously gave his time over to the president. It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing to have that leverage, to have that powerful of a voice. I'm very concerned for the nation when Rush goes home to be with our father. I'm very concerned for all of us, not because I'm a conservative commentator, but because um, we are lazy. I did something yesterday that I've been accused of taking my ball and going home. So I feel the need to explain myself because we're family. If you listen to me, you're and, and we engage and, and you actually give me your time, which I value, you give me your ears and your heart and your mind every time you listen to me. And I don't take that for granted. Not one bit. It doesn't mean I'm going to change what I say to fit whatever it is that makes you feel good, obviously. And I don't always get it right, not even 90% of the time. Um, The only thing I'm an expert in is my life. But I value your time. There's a value placed on your time. So I'm sharing this with you because 
of our relationship because I really do believe we have one. So yesterday I announced on Facebook after posting my last show with Debbie D'Souza, who is a woman who is married to Dinesh D'Souza uh, and, and in her own right, an amazing filmmaker, um, musician, scholar. She's beautiful. She is Venezuelan. Um, and she has a lot of information that can really help us right now. She has firsthand knowledge of what she went through to kind of connect dots for people who might think the Venezuela and these machines, the voting machines and, and software and the CIA and all this is just a little bit too, uh, what's his name? Brad Thor. It's a little too Clive, Clive cluster or whatever his name is for, for you. It's, it's, it's a little too conspiratory because that's what you hear coming out of your mainstream media airwaves. That this is all a conspiracy. Tucker Carlson told you that last night in not so many words, but there's something about referring to UFOs and Lindsay and, and Sidney Powell in the same sentence that pretty much alludes to, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of an academic snob and I'm really good at being witty and kind of slicing and dicing you without people really knowing what happened because that's my talent. And that's why my show on Fox just expanded. And my name is Tucker Carlson. And I don't fault him for that. I think he's great. I've watched him and I'm howling at the television with the rest of you. But what he pulled last night was kind of shitty. Excuse my language. It just was. And you know it. He does too. And he's not fooling the rest of us. But, but you know, we get where he's coming from. Because all of mainstream media, Laura Ingram included, and they are, as far as I'm concerned, they're part of the mainstream issue and cabal. They've all shown one side or the other of themselves during this entire process. And we are in process. Right? But those are the folks that make it easy for you to subscribe, to tune in, to DVR, all of that, right? They they kind of like, they're like birds who just, they take in information throughout the day and then you open your mouths at night and then they just fit, you know, spit and regurgitate food back down your throat and into your brain and into your body and then it affects your lives and how you vote and how you feel and how you move and breathe and sleep and, you know, pop antacids seven days a week, drink too much, all that. So argue and fuss and fight with your loved ones, all of that, right? That That's how they affect your lives. We're lazy because we're used to being able to just tune into people who abuse us and neglect us and give us disinformation and misinformation and miss the mark, right? Well, I brought Debbie on yesterday because I wanted her to give you a very real and authentic and historical view of the facts surrounding these, these machines, that we have used in the state of Georgia in over 30 states in this country with this 2020 uh, presidential election. It's irrefutable. They're out there. And the software as well. Uh, we've done an amazing job through Trump's legal team, uh, at least of which is not Sidney Powell, who has brought forth evidence. Evidence, that's a very important word, evidence. Affidavits are evidence, by the way, because they're sworn testimony. So perjury still should count for something somewhere, I would imagine, especially if you're a Republican. Not so much for the Democrats, but if you perjure yourself, I mean, you've signed something under oath. You've had an official document the fact that you are telling the truth. You're swearing to your statement. That is a legal function with legal consequences if you are found uh, to have lied on your said evidence called an affidavit. So Sydney's drawn 
a lot of arrows to bad actors. They're assimilating information at lightning speed, lightning speed. I don't even know how they're doing it, but they are. And can't seem to get out ahead of the disinformation telling you that, well, there's no evidence because they haven't brought it forth. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I know a hundred defense attorneys, at least prosecutors, people. I mean, I should, I should have actually gone to law school, but like attorneys are like my family, right? None of them are going to show you their hand before they have everything they need in place. They may share information, which is what they're doing now. And honestly, it's a courtesy to you, the American voter, to come out, the legal American voter, to come out with, hey, this is what we're working on. This is what we found. These are the roads that we're on. So we're going to follow process procedure. Process and procedure. We're going to follow that. And this is what that looks like, right? It's just been a free-for-all frenzy. Nope, it's not. That's, that, that's not policy. That's not procedure. That an affidavit doesn't matter. It's, you know, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? And so fighting an uphill battle with the Trump's legal team, and I hope that they can get out in front of that narrative and, and flip the switch because you all deserve it, right? But I brought someone on yesterday who can irrefutably tell you and share real-life experience with what happens with elections in Venezuela, which is what we are connected to right now with our election. Our election has become a worldwide process. We've had votes go and tabulated from here to Germany to Spain to Venezuela. That's a problem. Even to the dumbest American... That should be a problem. I say that lovingly, but I mean, a five-year-old could probably figure that out. Right? But for some reason, you're being told that that's, that's not plausible. That doesn't mean there's fraud. Right. Because it quacks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it swims like a duck, but that doesn't mean it's a duck. All the same players, same nations, same strategy, same dumps in the middle of the night, same strategy of telling people to go home. This, I mean, this is what I shared with Debbie D'Souza on my show yesterday. And can I tell you how many people actually shared that show from Facebook? Not many. Now, I can post pictures of my manicure, my pedicure, um, what I had for dinner, Right a hot date night, whatever, you know, I can ask, hey, what's the number one thing you want to change about your sex life? And I will literally have that. Or I can, hey, guess what the governor's office did today? And I have an inside tip to this, this, and that. And you guys will share that until the cows come home. Now, I do realize that Facebook is throttling me. They have canceled my account over three times. I've had to, I've had to kind of fly under the radar to get back into my professional account and start all over again three times. Not because I love Facebook, but because I love you. I keep coming back because I want to bring you information that you will not otherwise have or a perspective or entertainment or laughter or just comfort. God, just some laughter, just some reality, just some authenticity, right? Where we have at least one person. I'm not like anyone else on the, on the air, and I know that. 
but it, you have one point of contact in media that you're like, you know what? She's not always the sharpest tool in the shed every day. And I really hate the way she does this, but damn it. I know that chick is real. She's not going to lie to me. She's going to humble herself if she's found to be ridiculous and called out on something where she's wrong, just dead wrong. Like she's one of us, right? So I'm going to tune in. So I keep coming back for more because it's certainly not because you guys are paying my bills because you're not, but because I care and I've been given a voice and a microphone and a calling and I'm a communicator and that's what I do. Right? So why am I sharing all this? Because last night I realized that I'm being throttled again on Facebook. And I also realized during the times when I was kicked off of the platform, like completely shut down, that there were only a few of you who who followed me over to my website. And at first that really hurt my feelings. You know, I kind of made fun of my former colleague recently in a newsletter that he put out this week, really bashing people for leaving his newsletter and his his platform once he decided to call the election for Joe Biden. And he shows you the graph where his subscriptions just literally tanked, right? And there's a part of me, because I don't really care for him, uh, I was like, you know, just poking the kitty. And just like, oh, well, poor baby, lost his listeners. Now he's going to spank us all for leaving him. Um, I'm not doing that in this case, but I understand where he's coming from. Because I believe even in all of his sanctimonious just false, pious arrogance that somewhere down in there, he enjoys communicating with his audience for whatever reason, whether it's because he likes to hear himself talk. I have no idea, but I, I do believe there's something about that guy that, um, that needs you to need him. I don't need you to need me, but here's, this is kind of how I am in anyone in my personal life, my love life, my kid, anyone can, will tell you this about me. I'm not codependent and I'm not needy. So I'm not going to keep showing up to a relationship that people don't value. Why would I do that? What I realized when I got kicked off the platform is that only a few of you actually went to the effort to come to my website to continue to follow me or subscribe to my podcast, which, you know, I don't know how much subscriptions are. I, I Mine comes out of my account every month through iTunes. And so I subscribe to my own podcast and many others. Not that I have time to listen to anybody. Um, but I do. It's $2.99 a month or something ridiculous, something dumb. I pay that and uh, I can listen to myself whenever I want to or anyone else. I can forward, I can fast forward, I can rewind, I can hit pause, I can play go, I can be like, what the hell, and stop and question myself and laugh and cry. And what does she just say? Um, All of that, right? It's wonderful, beautiful thing. comes right to my phone, tells me when there's a new podcast, and there's a few people I do try to listen to on the regular. Um, And so it's, I love driving with a podcast. Somebody teach me something I don't know. I love it. Entertain me, make me laugh, make me cry, something, make me feel. Made me think, right? And so I'm just like you in that regard. But there were many of you, whenever I came back online, you were like, well, where have you been? I noticed that you hadn't really posted anything in a while. It took you guys like forever to figure out that my content just wasn't there. And I thought to myself, oh, okay. I could have taken that personally. And for a minute I did. 
And I thought, you know what? And I started doing some research. And Carolyn Borsenko would actually really appreciate this because she's an organizational psychologist. And my guest that I just had on, who's here tomorrow. Um, people, we have been programmed quite literally. My daughter can attest to this. She's a neuroscience minor with a major in narrative studies. She can tell you that our brains have literally been remapped to become very lazy whenever it comes to information consumption. And this is scientifically proven. It is, it is anatomically proven, biologically, physiologically. Things have altered because that's what happens whenever you focus on something. As a man thinketh, so is he. That means your entire being. Synapses in the brain alter depending upon how you think about things. What you think about will grow. What you turn your mind from will die off. Right? You don't use it, you lose it. That involves ideas, ideologies, um, information, narratives, right? So social media has programmed us, quite literally, I've found many pieces on this, to where our minds simply just will not go and seek out information that's not put right in front of us. We are effectively, we have become information medicaid medicare recipients yeah that's what it is we are on we are we are on the information entitlement program and we don't even know it because if it doesn't come to your news feed in it, even if you've signed up for it and that person just disappears because you have puppet masters in big tech, as we all know, who dictate what you get to see and when they throttle things back. We know this is not hoodoo voodoo boogeyman stuff. This is real. This is what's happening to you. This is how you're being molested and maligned and manipulated and all of those things. You're being, you're being disenfranchised. You're being abused by big tech and mainstream media. There's no denying that you're being neglected, rejected and abused. And you keep going back for more. And the only reason you do that is because you've been programmed to do that. But there's still hope because you can make the choice to follow people, to go to the extra step of either subscribing to the information you want because it costs me to be on that platform. I don't see a dime of your money when you sign up for my podcast anywhere in the country. I do not see a dime of that. It's not like my intellectual property with my songwriting and downloading my music. I don't see any money from that. I pay to be on those platforms. So I pay to give you information. You can also come to my website, but it would require you to actually come to my website daily to listen to my podcast, to listen to, to interact with me, right? To continue to be in fellowship with me. For informational purposes, entertainment, fellowship. But that requires an effort on your part. And I know life is busy, but I'm going to tell you something. If you keep consuming the same junk and the same sugary meal and watered down information and lies, you will begin to exchange the truth for a lie. It will happen. You are not above it. Because that's how God wired us. What we hear and what we see, we have gates to our spirit and to our bodies. 
what we hear and what we see is our responsibility. So it's not enough for us to continue to throw rocks and stones at mainstream media. I applaud Brandon and what they're doing tomorrow. Rescue America, fake news takedown. But guess what that means? You have a responsibility in this. You need to seek out the information that you need to make educated decisions, to keep peace in your house, to restore order to this country, to protect the sanctity of life in this country. All of that is on you because you're the voter. And right now we have an epic proportion of fraud that has been perpetrated upon you. You've been robbed. Do you understand that? The mainstream media wants you to come home after your house has been completely ransacked and mobbed, and they want you to look around and go, no, maybe maybe I did leave that drawer open. Maybe I did dump out all of my my underwear and jewel, my jewelry drawer down you know, on the floor before we left for vacation. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we weren't really robbed. Maybe little Timmy did that. I mean, that's... That, that's what they're telling you, that what you see isn't real. They're telling you that there's nothing to see here. And they do it by discrediting the people who are working 24-7 to ensure that you have in your possession what you showed up to protect, which is your vote, your voice, and your liberty. And you did that to elect Donald J. Trump for another four years. And they're trying to rob you of it. I'm going to tell you this again. Turn it off. They are not in your corner. It, you're not strong enough. I'm just telling you, over time, they're going to wear you down. And it's going to take some time to get through this process and this procedure. It just is. I love you guys. Hang on to the providence. Hang on to the providence and the procedure, the process. All of it's important. Those are the three P's. I love it. I got the three C's, the three M's. My three C's. Monica's three C's. Communication. Clarity for the purpose of connection. Right? And now we've got providence. Process. Procedure. Say it with me. Providence. Process. Procedure. Providence. Process, procedure. Providence, process, procedure. Like, make it a song. It's your new mantra. It will be until Inauguration Day of Donald J. Trump. I love you. Be good to your neighbor. Begin in your own mirror and head out to CNN Center tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Saturday, November 21st, right here in the ATL. Remember, if you're an American, MonicaMatthews.com, act like one.